Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Football Forecast Weekly, the most popular football program in America, featuring Dennis Tobler, Trip Mitchell, and Fred Wallen. Welcome, everybody. This is Dennis Tobler here in Las Vegas at Bet Central. Welcome to another edition of Football Forecast Weekly. We have plenty of games and plenty of time to discuss them all. And I have with me this week one of my best talents that I've ever had on this show. And he's the star of Sports Overnight America on SportsByline.com and SiriusXM Radio. And that is Mr. Fred Wallen. Fred, welcome. I know it's hotter than heck in California, but I thank you for being on the show. No air conditioning in this home. We're dealing with fans, our little doggy. Uh, we've got three or four fans on him. Um, but there's so much happening in pro football, first first weekend, uh, first week of the season, and college football has already begun. And already, Dennis, the Pac-12 is in a hole. You've got Oregon on national TV last Saturday. Uh, losing 46-3 to three to, to Georgia. Now, Georgia is awfully good, but Oregon looked awfully bad. And I got a hunch this is going to be the Pac-12, basically. And we'll find out something else this Saturday as uh, USC, a big winner over Rice, new coach Lincoln Riley at, at USC. They go up to Stanford. They're nine, nine-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. If USC is for real, they're going to dominate an average Stanford club. If there's not, there's even more trouble in the Pac-12 because there's nobody who's a shot for the playoffs. And, uh, of course, they're going to the 12-team playoff in 24 or 26. We only have a 14-team playoff. Can't be Oregon no matter what happens the rest of the year. You lose 46 to 3, you're out of it. Anyways, I live in Southern California. I followed UCLA and USC my whole life. Um, the first weekend was like as, de as deplorable as anything I've seen. Yeah, I thought the uh, Pac-10 underachieved, and I think the press around the country let everybody know that. However, USC did not underachieve, and I did pick them to make the finals. And if they win this weekend, I'm not so sure they're not going to sweep the board and still get in the playoffs. But my biggest take of the week was that. That 66 points scored by a Lincoln Riley team. You can expect that out of USC every week this year, I think. And then also my biggest loser of the week in college has to be the University of Nebraska. Scott Frost came in there to turn that program around and he lost and lost and lost, went three and nine last year. He fired all of his assistant coaches. Get this, the head coach fires all the assistant coaches, hires a whole bunch of assistant coaches back, gets a new quarterback from Texas and they've got them in the top 20, no matter what, what do they do? They head to Dublin, Ireland and get beat by the tremendously ferocious Northwestern Wildcats. 
So I think the Nebraska program is as low as it's ever been. And before you lay any points on that team, you better take another look. So yeah. that, <laughs> it's back to you for that. No, I no, I agree. I mean, uh, he's what under sixteen and thirty-six or something like this as a as a coach. Some ridiculous number at Nebraska. You cannot be like that. Should be upside down. But let me just say this: I despise Brian Kelly more than any other coach I've ever despised in any sport or any manager in baseball. I hate Brian Kelly, folks. You might not know the story, but it was thirteen years ago, twelve years ago now. There were 60-mile-hour winds in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, he said, no, I don't want to practice indoors. I want to practice outdoors. Everybody said no, but he said yes, and nobody stopped him. The school photographer had to get on the roof to take pictures of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish playing in 60-mile-an-hour winds outside. He fell off the roof. He died. How did Kelly keep his job? That just That just... You know, one thing I know, I'm sure they paid off the parents. That doesn't make up for the kid being dead. But okay, but he's coaching Cincinnati before this. And at that point, the Bearcats were still a basketball school, not a football school like they sort of are now. He left them. They finally made the Orange Bowl. He left them to Notre Dame, left the kids without a coach. He didn't care. And now last year, of course, he leaves Notre Dame in the same circumstance. This is Brian Kelly. So I'm watching that game and, and they're losing by two touchdowns and they scored 13 points. I never thought that they blocked the extra point. I figured it's going to overtime and they're going to win because they have the momentum, but there is a God somewhere and the kick was blocked and they lose by a point and he's got nothing to say, but I know under his breath, he's blaming everybody else except himself. Well, when that happened, the first person I thought about was you, Mr. <laughs> Wallen, because I knew you would be cheering your heart out that he lost that because I don't know. He just may be unlucky. All right. He just he just might be the kind of person that is unlucky because of his attitude or whatever. But, yeah, to come back from that far and then lose on that kick. I think that's going to hurt them down the season here a little bit, too. It's going to hurt their morale as they go on forward. So anyway, we'll be right back. We're going to take an in-depth look into the NFL this week because there's a whole slew of games, and we're going to have to zip right through them if we're going to get you some information on all of them. So we'll be, we'll be right back after this short break. This is a review of Dennis Tobler's Now Place Your Bets by Canada Real Casino Online Service. Now Place Your Bets is a must-watch documentary for anyone interested in the world of casino and online sports betting. It is a chronicle of the dramatic rise in popularity of sports betting in the cities of Las Vegas and Atlantic City. It has now become a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide. Welcome back everyone to the Football Forecast Weekly. I'm here with Fred Wallen and we're discussing the NFL games coming up this weekend. I want to say that it's going to be an exciting year this year. The contests in Las Vegas are tremendous. There's a $6 million contest for a last man standing. There's a $6 million contest for the best five picks over 18 weeks. And there are other contests that pay half million, three quarters of a million. So you can't go wrong here in Las Vegas. Uh, that being said, I do have some cautions for all of you out there before we get into 
into the handicapping and the betting on this. Now there is legalized betting in 26 states in this country. There are a variety of point spreads everywhere. So when you hear us quote, quote a point spread on this show, we're quoting you what the consensus world line is. You understand the consensus world line. We're not telling you what DraftKings is. We're not telling you what the Flamingo is. We're telling you what the world line is and what the consensus of that line is. So let's get started. First of all, Fred, I'm going to throw it to you. The Baltimore Ravens go to New York to take on the Jets, who have a quarterback question mark. Tell me who you like. Oh, Baltimore's a seven-point favorite, total 44. No, John Harbaugh lost a couple games last year that he shouldn't have lost. And he's, I think he's only had two losing seasons in all the time he's with the, the Ravens. So this is not a game I would wager one way or the other, but if I'm going to lean, it's going to be with the Ravens because the Jets basically are the Jets. And uh, Joe Namath, last time I checked, is not there. He is selling Medicare to the rest of us. And uh, uh, so it's not a, a heavy lean, but it's a slight lean to, toward uh, the It goes to seven and a half, and I'm off totally. Uh, it drops down to six and a half. Maybe you go to Baltimore. Just a slight lean to the Ravens. Because, again, Harbaugh tightens up when he shouldn't tighten up. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's going to get better if he doesn't get hurt. And uh, – uh, they're a fun team to watch. They, they are because of uh, Andrews, the tight end, one of the best, if not the best, tight end in all of football. So it's, it's not a heavy wager for me, a slight lean toward Baltimore. I'm going to take a slight lean with you towards Baltimore here. They played so well in exhibition season, but they always play well. They're undefeated for 26 games or something like that in exhibition season. That really doesn't matter, but it does matter in one regard, and that is they have the talent. And they have a lot of talent this year. The Jets on the other side of the ball are going to be one of the worst teams in the league, I think. And they don't even know who's going to play quarterback this week. However, if Jones doesn't go, no, not Jones. Uh, if Who's their first team quarterback now? Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. If he doesn't go, who goes? <laughs> I tell you. I can't keep up with them. They're going, if they think Zach might be back, but I don't think he's going to be back. And it, it, the former Ravens quarterback, what was he? Flacco, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco may start for the Jets. If Joe Flacco starts for the Jets and Baltimore can't put any points on the board, they could cover the seven. That's the only way I'd go there. And one more thing I want to add before we go any farther is the lines on these games and the totals on these games have been on the board for about two months. So people have bet into these, and these lines are pretty solid right now. And I don't expect much movement in them until we get right before game time on Saturday and Sunday. So let's move on down to the next game. New Orleans looks to be improved this year against Atlanta, who traded their quarterback away. The Falcons are at home, but nonetheless, they're five-and-a-half-point underdogs, and the total's 42. So the Saints are five-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you think, Fred? You know, I guess I'm higher than on uh, Marcus Mariota than uh, most people. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he can prove to be a good quarterback. I'm not sure he's had opportunities. He had a shot with the Raiders, but he didn't really have a shot. His car was in front of him. Uh, I think he can uh, cover a five and a half point spread. Winston certainly for the Saints is up and down his entire career. And, I, and I'll tell you something else about Atlanta. And again, 
I follow the Pac-12, UCLA and SC closely. They had a receiver last year by the name of Drake London. He played the year before. He only played five or six games last year. We have another Cooper Cup in Drake London for Atlanta. That's how good he is. And I think he can show it right away. If he does, Atlanta can cover this five and a half point spread. I'm not putting it all on him. I'm just saying folks may not have had an opportunity to see him because again, if you got direct TV and some of their games were in the Pac-12 network, then you, you can't get the Pac-12 network on direct TV. And that's millions of fans out there. And secondly, he only played a season and a half, but Dennis, he's as talented as anybody. I, I didn't see Cooper Cup, Eastern Washington playing college, but I mean, recent vintage, this kid is up here and everybody else is down here. In my opinion, I think Atlanta was fortunate to get him. He stays healthy. He's going to be a dominating uh, wide receiver for years in the National Football League. So what's his name again? So everybody knows for fantasy leagues? Drake London. Drake London. Okay, everybody out there playing fantasy. You heard it from Fred. I like uh, – uh, this is one of the few games that the line moved a little bit from three and a half months ago to five now, some places five and a half. And the reason it did move is because of Mariota. I think Mariota is much better than, than they've had there for a while. And and certainly he's going to hold the team together. I think they can score. Atlanta, I think they're going to be lost without their quarterback. I don't see any way forward for Atlanta this year. They, too, are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I hate to lay five on the road, but I'm going to lay five on the road in this one and take the Saints. On you know, the New uh, England, Miami, Dennis, what do you think? You know what Dennis Allen's career record as a coach is? No. I think he's like eight, eight and 18. Eight? Um, uh, you know, something in that range, like eight and 18. Or eight and 28. I think it's eight and 28. That's Dennis there Allen, the new coach of the Berlin Saints. So that was basically with the Raiders that maybe shouldn't count um, because it's sort of like UCLA should be in division three in college football. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I, I really, I don't mean to run over the top of you, but I really think we're in for a, 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 a weird weekend this weekend because during the preseason, only three games, none of the, the top players played in any of the three games and if they did they only played a down or series of downs or two series of downs so what we're looking at here may be week four of exhibition season from the old days because they haven't had I mean some of them haven't even been on the field like the Raiders quarterback hadn't even played it down yet and neither is some of the other ones so it could be a it could be an interesting weekend in that regard too don't 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 look past anyone, put it that way. Okay, let's head on down to Miami. The New England Patriots are heading down to take on Miami. Miami's supposed to be improved also. They're minus three. They've been minus three when it started. They've been minus three for two months, and they're still minus three. The total on the game is 46. What do you think? The Dolphins versus the Patriots. I'm going with Belichick. I just have a hunch. And again, Jones, I think, played a total of seven downs or he played so little it's impossible to figure anything out but uh they played horribly defensively too but i just have a hunch that belichick is not going to be out coached here i've never been a tua fan tua cannot go deep like you know he can throw a lob deep but he can't throw the 50 yard liners like a lot of the quarterbacks can he just doesn't have that powerful kind of arm and defensively Belichick is so bright. 
he'll figure out something. Three points, uh, getting three. I, I was hoping to get four or five, but I'll be. I'll, I'll take the three in the Patriots. Yeah, I think uh, I'm on the side of the Patriots in this one too. The total going from 44 to 46 is a is kind of a uh, enigma for me because I believe the game will be very low scoring. I think that the uh, defense of New England is going to hold Miami down. Like you say, Miami's pretty bad on both sides of the ball. I'm going to take New England in this one plus the points too. I think Belichick gets the job done. You don't want to give him you know, a couple of weeks to prepare for one team. He's going to beat that team. He normally does. And I think he's got another year of experience under his quarterback's belt and he'll, he'll, he'll bring them along. And I think this is an easy start for them. I'll take the Patriots in this one too. Here's a, uh, one of the most interesting games on the board was Cleveland and Carolina. And the line came out Cleveland minus four and a half before they traded away Baker Mayfield. So they traded Mayfield to Carolina and he looked pretty darn good in his preseason games. So now I'm looking at the board and although the total has changed from 43 to 41, Cleveland has went from a four-and-a-half-point favorite to a two-and-a-half-point underdog. In other words, the Panthers at home under Baker Mayfield are two-and-a-half-point favorites to beat his old team. Take it from there. Well, as he said, he's a very competitive guy. I think he's going to beat him. I think he's going to beat the Browns. I think he's got something to say. Look, at you and I are looking for stories. You know, we've been in this business a long time. The story is he's going to beat his old team. They made a bad mistake in getting rid of him. They had to know that, that Watson was going to miss some games. He's certainly missing this one and 10 more. Uh, I'm taking Baker to do more television commercials after beating the Cleveland Browns straight up. Well, I don't know if I want him doing any more television commercials, but I tend to agree with you. And also the wise guys do too. That is a big line movement there. And I really don't know what Cleveland has. They keep saying they have running backs. They keep saying they have a defense, but every year it turns out they don't. I'm with you. I think Baker Mayfield has a lot to prove. I don't usually hang my hat or a bet on a quarterback. Don't go away. Football Forecast Weekly will be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to Football Forecast Weekly. As we head into the next segment of our show, I want to welcome on Trip Mitchell, who's back from his European vacation, and none too late. We're heading down the NFL line here, Trip, and uh, glad to have you on board. We're up to the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. You want to take it from there? I, I do, and I just want to say, if I had a dollar for every Dennis Tobler shirt I saw in Hungary, I would have $3, and I had three of them printed up, and I handed them out to people who were very nice, but uh, good to be back, excited for another season. Um, what do you like here, this this interesting game? Steelers, Bengals, Dennis, what do you have? Got Cincinnati minus six and a half, 44 on the lines, and and most of the lines haven't moved much in the last two months. So uh, Cincinnati, you know, as well as I do, are the uh, broken-hearted Super Bowl uh, losers. So they will be coming back with vengeance this year. Pittsburgh, first year without uh, Ben. I don't know how they're going to do it without him. And they did it with him. I don't know if they can do it without him. A lot of people think Pittsburgh's going to be better, think their quarterback's going to be better. I, for one, don't think so. I think Cincinnati's on the move. I'm going to lay the six and a half, take the Bengals. 
And Fred, uh, what are they going to do without a big, slow guy? You know, Mitch Trubisky is, is not a bad quarterback for the Steelers. But that said, Cincinnati is going to score a lot of points. Uh, I see 44 and a half. I think it's going to go over 44 and a half. And I'd lean towards Cincinnati covering that six and a half point spread. So over 44 and a half and uh, the Bengals uh, uh, to cover the six and a half. Okay. Brad, what's... I like yeah. the over too. And you're in a situation where arguably the best coach that we've seen in a long time in the NFL is in Pittsburgh and great to see that family keeping them there. Great organization. Dennis, what's the next game you've got on your board? Uh, San Francisco at Chicago. Uh, 49ers are seven now and 41. Okay. Niners, uh, an interesting offseason. They had a quarterback that all he did was win for him, but he's not good enough there. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I'll take this one to start with. Uh, I don't understand it in the first place. I don't think Trey Lance or whatever his name is, is good enough to even <laughs> be in the NFL. And uh, they kept Garoppolo on board and you know why they did because they're going to need a quarterback during the year that being said chicago's another one of the worst teams they're at the bottom with the jets in atlanta uh i can't see him getting any better i know they got a new coach this year i'll give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt but in my opinion the san francisco 49ers going to run away with this game i look for something like 35 to 7 so it's going to go over too and you know, Fred. The Bears are building a new uh, stadium, indoor stadium. It's not going to help them this week. It's not going to help them for the next few years. I think the 49ers will win, as uh, Dennis indicated, by any score they want to uh, total up. Uh, again, it's hard to tell when you play at North Dakota State, and that's where Trey Lance played, versus uh, 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 yeah, Division One school like Ohio State or Notre Dame or something like that. Um, I, I think the 49ers win, and I think they made a very wise decision uh, in re-signing Jimmy G. Uh, they tried to trade him, and they didn't think they got enough, and they uh, cut his salary slightly. But in the end, if he plays a lot of games, it's really not going to be a major cut at all. And I think, you know, the team is probably split 50-50 or 60-40, one way or the other, as far as quarterbacks are concerned. But now they're both here, and I think the ones that uh, were on Jimmy G's side now have some faith that if something happens to Lance, then Jimmy G's there to take over. And again, you know, he's won some games that nobody thought he could win. He had lesser talent, and yet they still won the game at last year's playoffs, as a, Green Bay as an example. So I'm going to take San Francisco minus, uh, well, at least seven, but they're going to win big. They're going to win big. And Fred, this is a case of uh, getting better by not subtracting. And it yeah. happens every once in a while yeah. in sports. Fred, what's yeah. that up? I'm sorry. What's your next game that you've got up? Uh, Philadelphia and uh, the hard knock uh, Detroit Lions, uh, uh, who <laughs> who are uh, well, they went three and they go three and fourteen last year. Jared Goff was horrible. I have a hunch they're going to win. The total uh, for wins I think is five, five and a half, depending on what book you look at as far as the Lions are concerned. I think they're going to win more than that. I think after the hard knocks thing, uh, they almost have to. Um, I think they'll uh, uh, cover the spread. I think uh, Philadelphia, obviously up and down. J Jalen Hurts, not a great quarterback, a good quarterback. Jared Goss, I think, is going to have a much better season. We can't have a worse season. So um, I'm taking Detroit and hard knocks uh, 
to win one for us. So Dennis, who do you like? Yeah, I'm not going with the hard knocks team. I, I think it made them look good in the hard knocks show. I, I'm going with Philadelphia, and I want to mention here that Philadelphia was one of the biggest uh, drops when it comes to win totals. I mean, uh, biggest expansion of win totals. They went from eight to 11 or something on the win total board, and they were the, the most bet team. So Philadelphia should be much improved. At least the wise guys think they're going to be. They're four-point road favorites here. You know, last year we talked about how good Detroit played every game, yet they didn't win. They played so close and they didn't cover. And they played so good, but they didn't win. And I don't think they're going to win this year either. I'm going to take Philadelphia. I think this one's going to be like Frisco, 34-7. to Okay, and... You know, I, I think that, Dennis, if you look at it from Fred and my point of view, is the Detroit coach had him playing hard every week. And that if you do that for 17 weeks, a couple of good mm -hmm. things. are. Well, if you do it for 17 weeks and you don't win, you sooner or later lose your morale. <laughs> well, good point there. And that's like uh, one of the people on the show getting back late from Europe for this week's show. But anyway. <laughs> And also, you know, when you lose your morale, you lose the team's morale. There's so much more to all of this football betting than there is the rest of it. And there's several scenarios this week where the morale of the team might come into to play on these these games. So you got to look at all of it if you want to win. Okay. And what's the next game that you've got, Dennis? Uh, next game I have on the board is Indianapolis at Houston. Indianapolis gets Matt Ryan now. And uh, they're eight-point road favorites. Here again, we got another road favorite, quite a few of them this week. Uh, eight-point road favorite, total up from 44 to 47. That was because of the quarterback switches, and that 44 line was earlier a couple months ago. So basically, eight and 47 is a solid number there. On this, this matchup here, I think Matt uh, Ryan's going to go crazy. I think they've got the lineman. I think they have a running back. I think they have... Uh, everything they need except they've had everything they needed except for a real good quarterback and he can throw the ball and that's the main thing they got him there for is to throw the ball this is going to surprise everybody but this one here is going to be 35 to 7 I'm taking Indianapolis laying the points on the road I just can't see Houston Houston maybe only win one or two games this entire year and they certainly aren't going to be Indianapolis and Fred is uh, Matt Ryan this year is Matt Stafford yeah, I think that's very, very conceivable. He still has something in the uh, the gun, his arm. Um, I can't add anything to what Dennis said. I think uh, Houston's one of the worst two or three teams in the National Football League. Indianapolis will win 10, 11, 12 games again. Indianapolis will make the playoffs with Ryan. And uh, again, I, eight and a half is a big number on the road, no question. But I'm still taking the Colts to win by a few touchdowns. And uh, Fred, if I had a dollar for every time you've taken a uh, uh, laid over what nine or ten, what's your line that you'll never play? Is it nine, ten points on the road? Ten. I mean, I've just I've stuck to that for the last ten or fifteen years. I just won't do it because you're going to lose two out of three times, no matter how solid it looks. Oh, you can't lose. It's a dominating situation. You're going to lose two out of three times. So if I see double figures, I just stay away automatically. And uh, luckily, I'm not an addicted gambler, so I actually can do that. Uh, there are addicted gamblers out there who can't. So 
go talk to somebody. I'm going to take the Colts here minus eight and a half. We're the only sports betting show with the line, go talk to someone. Speaking of the person we need to talk to is if we could go back one year, Dennis, and you change four games, you're the number one gambler in the country and you win a million and a half bucks. Do you think yeah, about that's right? Uh, I'm going to re-up to the circuit contest this year. I finished 23rd last year, tied for 23rd, but uh, the last three weeks was rot with COVID and it threw all of us off. I was three away from winning the million, three losses away, and I'm going to be in all the contests again this year. I expect to finish higher, and uh, I don't know what competition I have. These, the guys that beat me last year are lucky. They're not consistent. So that's what I'll say about that. Now let's take a look at a hard game, Jacksonville and Washington, Fred. I like the former Washington Redskins to win here. I've always been a, a big Ron Rivera guy. Um, Jacksonville uh, certainly uh, uh, can develop uh, as far as the quarterback is concerned. I don't think there's any question about that, but uh, I'll take uh, Washington here to cover a, a field goal. Um, and uh, win for us right here on the show. Washington to win. Yeah, and I think, uh, uh, in my opinion, Washington, uh, Ron Rivera has to win, right? After all of the troubles and off-field stuff that's gone on and the Gruden emails and uh, everything else, the new Washington commanders, they must win this game. And I'm going to have to lay the three, two. However, I feel like it'll only end on three. So no. moving on along, we've got Kansas City at Arizona. Kansas City is one of the line movements. It's went from three to four and a half. And the total's 53. So we're looking at KC, four and a half, 53 and a half, 53. Trip, what do you think? Well, I, you know, I'm one of those people that argued with you for the last couple of years, I think when you have the best quarterback in football, anything is possible. And that over number is looking very tempting to me. Yeah, that uh, I, I agree. If Arizona can produce anything like they did last year, it should be a blowout. We all know Kansas city starts real slow. Maybe this year they won't start slow and they'll try to get a win. If they do, I'm going to have to say they're going to cover. If they're going to win, they're going to cover. It sounds strange, but this is not a three-point either-way ball game. Kansas City has the most firepower. I think they want to get off to a good start once because they haven't for the last three, four years. And I think Kansas City will cover on the road, too. I can't believe I'm saying this. Over and over and over, these teams are going to cover numbers on the road. That's not feasible in a regular season football hey, season Fred? normally. Fred, look on the wall behind Dennis. And you'll I'm not, not a big Reed. Murray fan. I think yeah. uh, he's not Reed. what he thinks he is. I think he causes dissension on the club. Uh, Say that again. He, so, Fred, behind Dennis, you'll see an Andy Reid fan club uh, poster back there. Uh, his check was denied this year because, obviously, Andy Reid's people have seen the show and, and – uh, but it's nice to hear a couple nice things about the Chiefs coming out of Dennis. I feel yeah. pretty good. I remember, they, they lose Tyree Kill. But, but yeah. I, I agree with one thing. I agree with what Dennis said about the fact last year they started so slowly. After seven games, people were saying, you know, what's happened here? 
And then you know what happened the rest of the way. Mahomes just got it going one way or the other. But now they don't have to rekill. With that said, Murray is not worth what they paid him. And I think they paid him to shut him up. They couldn't trade him. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Kansas City on the road. You know, I've never, and I don't think Dennis has a long time, we've got like four or five road under road favorites here, and we've taken a lot of them. And it's uh, might be a weird week. And as Dennis indicated earlier, look, and I grew up, and Dennis grew up, and Tripp grew up almost. I'm not sure. But there were six exhibition games and 12 regular season games. Then it went six to 14. Then it went four to 16. And now there's just three. And the quarterbacks never play. The real quarterbacks never play in the three games. So this is sort of like exhibition game number four. With that said, Mahomes got something to prove after starting slowly last year. I think he will. And he also has something to prove doing it without Terry Kill. I think the uh, the Chiefs will easily cover the four and a half. And uh, by the way, how not to write a contract for your star player where you include a provision that he has to study each week. To me, that is demeaning and somewhat racist. I was, I, I couldn't be more, I mean, that just made everyone look bad. You, you okay, remember, let's, uh, let's, 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 we got to speed it up a little bit, guys. We got some really important games coming up now and we got less time to talk about them. The next one on the board, Green Bay minus one over Minnesota. Uh, Green Bay is having a little problem with their great quarterback. We know he's not vaccinated, and we also know that he's pissed off that his receivers can't catch the ball. And I'm going to take Minnesota in this home game. Uh, the total is 48. Fred, Green Bay minus one. We've got two unvaccinated quarterbacks going here. I'll take uh, the one who's never won a big game in his life. No, he has one. Just not just not in the playoffs. I'm going to take Kirk Cousins and the Vikes uh, to beat the Green Bay Packers. You know, when you start a new season and you have your quarterback in Green Bay, the uh, immunized one, but the unvaccinated one, going after his young wide receivers because I am Aaron Ego. I can do that and get away with it. That's not starting well. I'm taking Minnesota. Yeah, okay. there's another one. There's another one of those games where morale matters, and I think it matters. Uh, all right, the next game quickly that nobody cares about is the New York Giants at Tennessee. The Titans are five and a half, 43 and a half. And I'll quickly say I don't even care, but I don't think the Giants can beat anybody. I'll take Tennessee. I think Tennessee will run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. They'll cover the six point spread. Best running okay. game. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that Tennessee, the best running game in football, and that will win you a lot of games. It certainly will, especially against the Giants who can't put any points on the board. All right, one of the games I'm most interested in this week, guys, and that's Las Vegas. The Raiders are going to L.A. to take on the vaunted Chargers. The Chargers are three-point favorites. This is a solid number here on this game. Uh, tough matchup in a tough division. Fred, I'm going to let you go first here. Obviously, the Raiders uh, added Devontae Adams. That cannot hurt. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. But as I said for a couple of years now, having seen him at Oregon in his first couple of years in the National Football League, uh, Herbert is one of the top two or three quarterbacks in all of football. They've got the wide receivers. I think they'll cover the three-and-a-half point spread. With that said, I'm not a big Brandon Staley guy. He cost them the playoffs last year with that ridiculous call 
in the Raiders game and all they had to do was tie uh, to make the playoffs and uh, he didn't do it. He's got a lot to prove. I'm taking uh, the San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. And well, that's, that's a game we differ on. That's for sure. I think the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be one of the most improved teams in the league. And speaking of morale, they have one of the highest morales in the league. They've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league and they added Devontae Johnson. So watch what or Adams, watch what happens with the Raiders this year. I think they're going to win this game straight up. I'm going to play them straight up too. Uh, I'm not enamored by a two year quarterback in the NFL. If he played five years and did something fine, I'm still not convinced about Mahomes. So uh, I'm going to have to see a hell of a lot more. Uh, last game of the uh, on the board on Sunday, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Tampa Bay's a one-point favorite with their vaunted or talented quarterback, Tom Brady. His wife has left the country. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tom Brady is 45 years old, and we are all excited about him coming back after taking uh, 10 days off during training camp. And the big news, Fred, I know you're married, but is there any chance that you and Giselle are getting together during the week? Nothing going on there? She's too old. She's too old for me. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. It's crazy. I mean, uh, <laughs> who do you like, Fred? I'm t I'll tell you what, I'm taking Dallas in this spot. As bad as I think Dallas is going to do this year, I think there's nothing there at Tampa. And Brady, he was out of camp. His wife's upset he's playing. He doesn't have his center, okay? Everybody's worried about Gronkowski. He don't have him either. I don't know if they're going to score like everybody says. The line on the games went down. I'm taking Dallas to win at home. And quickly, Fred, we have they... one more game, the Monday night game. Denver, Seattle. Seattle. Denver moved from three and a half to six and a half over the summer when Russell was signed. So Denver with Russell Wilson, the six and a half point favorite, 43 is the total. And we know Fred is the biggest Wilson fan in all of the NFL. And he signed a nice new contract. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fred, what do you think? I think there's going to be points scored in this game. I think the crowd will uh, applaud uh, Russell before it starts. I think Denver will win. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of points scored, so I'm going to go with the over. And uh, let's see what happens. It'll be a fun game to watch. It, it'll be a good uh, Monday night game. It really will. I think uh, you like points, so this might be the game that uh, uh, you might get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the over here. I like that. I like the over two. I know Russell's going to put a lot of points on the board. I don't know what Seattle's going to do to come back, but I think the boisterous crowd up there is going to make them play well. <laughs> it's Monday night, and everybody's going to be playing their hardest in front of the in front of the world, televised world. So um, I'm going to take Denver. I think they can win by seven in this one. Seattle's got a lot of rebuilding to do. So that's the way I'm closing out the week. Take the Broncos. Okay, it is going to be, and I, my prediction, which will totally come true, we are going to see record TV numbers. We've got a great Thursday game and a great Monday game, and a, people have been missing the NFL like crazy. The ratings are going to go through the roof. And as always, 
Fred and Dennis, you guys will be there to give us the best information possible. And we'll do this each year. How many, how many years have we, Dennis, is this, how many years for you? This is the 35th year we've done the show. And uh, I hope this will be the best one. Okay. You were three games from uh, over a million dollars last year. That's pretty darn good. For Fred and Dennis on trip, we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Have a great, great weekend. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.